Your holy name in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks, we give you praise for tonight. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for your protection upon us for the past um, one week. Thank you for our business. Thank you for our career. Thank you for sustaining us. To you be all glory, to you be all honor, to you be all adoration in the name of Jesus. Father, as we come before you tonight, I decree, I declare that my Lord, my God, let heaven open upon us in the name of Jesus. Heavens of mercy, heavens of favor, heavens of lifting, heavens of revelation, heavens of divine encounter. Father, let it open upon each and every one of us tonight in the name of Jesus. Tonight, more than before, visit us, O Lord. Do that which only you can do in our midst. Do that which only you can do in our life. And at the end of today, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Amen. Once again, I welcome each and every one of us to tonight, vigil in the name of Jesus. Please, those of us on our online church, can we just confirm the audio before we move in? And as you are doing that, please, for every business owner in the house, you are a business owner. You have business. No matter how small it is, you are a business owner. That business belongs to you. Please get your pen and paper. As I have said during the communal service, tonight is going to be teaching. We need to enlighten ourselves in some area. So you are a business owner, you have business that you run. No matter how small and no matter how large, how big that organization is, please get a pen and your, you need three things. You need your notebook, you need a pen and you need your Bible. You need your Bible to confirm some of the scripture I'm going to Ask us to write and uh, share with, but you need your pen and paper because after tonight you are going back to your business, you are going back to your company, you are going back to your organization. If you are having shop, you are going back to your that your shop. And if your own business, you are running it from the house. You are running your business from the house. Hear me, that house where you are running that business from is it not? Is it not your business place? It's your business place by the grace of God. So you're having a shop, you're having company, you're having organization, you're having business that you employ one person or two 
or you are the only one that is running it by the grace of God, or you are you employ thousands, you employ hundreds. Praise the Lord. Please, tonight we are going to enlighten ourselves on things from the Bible, and uh, you will go back to that uh, place and practicalize it and put it into into use into place. Praise the Lord. So please, one more time, you are a business owner, I'm begging you, get your pen and uh, paper now. Amen. I don't want to promise us the audio. If I said we will get the audio and uh, something happened with the audio, <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. So please, whatever you are able to Whatever, how little that you are able to get, amen, it's going a long way. Praise the Lord. And I know that in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, tonight, tonight, after tonight, things will turn around for good in the name of Jesus. In that your business, in that your career, in that um, your organization, after tonight, the Lord God, we turn things around for your good in the name of Jesus. I said that, Lord God, we turn things around for your good in the name of Jesus, for the good of your business in the name of Jesus, for the good of your career in the name of Jesus. Everything that concerns that business in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there's going to be a turnaround in the name of Jesus. There's going to be a turnaround for good in the name of Jesus. There's going to be a turnaround for good in the name of Jesus. There's going to be a total turn around, a total turn around for good, for good, for good, for good, for good, for good. There's going to be a total turn around for good in that business in the name of Jesus. Are you saying amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So please, once again, you are business. You know, I'm trying to wait for us to get our material ready. You are a business owner, you have business, big or small. Amen. Get your pen, get your writing material ready now. Amen. I'm trying to repeat it so that, <laughs> amen, for those of us that are just coming online, you'll be able to get those things ready. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Once again, I welcome every one of us online in the name of Jesus. As I said during the communion tonight, it's not we is I'm not going to lead prayer tonight. I'll just do the teaching, but the teaching may take some time because we'll complete this topic: redeeming our land. That place where you are doing business is your is your land. That environment is your land. Hear me, say hear me. If you don't redeem it, redeem after all simply means you buy back. If you don't buy the land spiritually back from activities of hell may we not labor in vain in the name of jesus hear me we keep complaining oh i don't understand this is what is going on in my business this is uh, the issue these are the issue this is i can't i don't understand pastor hear me as long as that land is under another influence there will be problem. There will be issue. Your staff will be messing up. 
your husband, your wife, your children, they will be messing up. Finance will be a problem. But the moment you redeem the land, Ayami, the world, the world, this world that you are, do not belong to you. God has given it unto Satan. I believe as a Christian, we all know this. That this world that we are right now, God has given it to Satan. Satan has control over it. Amen. That is why he can carry Jesus Christ and say, bow down for me, so that we give you everything. So if, if Satan can do that to Jesus, how much more me and you? So for us to succeed in any business, in any environment, there are three things. Possessing the land, redeeming the land, breaking new ground. Can we write it down? Three things. You possess the land, you redeem the land, you break a new ground. The land may be your business. That place where you are running your business, your house, your environment, that is it. You possess it. You have money to pay for rent. And uh, you do the... Or you, you maybe you want to run school. Amen. Or your shop. Maybe you want to be running the shop in front of your house. You build it. What have you done? You have possessed the land. You buy goods. You put it in that shop. You stock your shop. You have possessed it. That we possess the land doesn't make us to succeed. I believe we all know. There are many people that they rented an apartment. They stock it. Within six months, the business collapsed. They possess the land, but they are not in charge. Number two, when you possess a land, the next thing you do is you redeem it. The man that, if, if it's a property, landed property or house, the last man that used the place, if the man is an occultic man, you know very well that the man must have buried shams there. Am I right? Am I right? Sister Vivian, am I right? You rent um, a shop. You want to use that shop. You are not the owner of that shop. Somebody used it before, even if it's the owner of the property. If they are not born again, they would have brought in their idol. Am I right? They may have brought in their priest, their satanic priest, to come and pray for them there. And that man may give them water, sprinkle the water there. That man may give them shams, bury the shams there. If you enter that place without dealing with those things, there are demons attached to them. They will be walking. They will be speaking. They will be fighting. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. So, you need to redeem the land. A man got money and bought a, a parcel of land and he established a poultry farm there. First year, second year, the first 10 years, the first 10 years, the poultry farm was blossomed, increasing and he went and borrowed money from back to enlarge the place. And at that time, every particular period of time, 150, 100 of a particular set of bed we died overnight. There is nothing they did not do until he brought in a prophet. And the prophet, as the prophet was praying, and the Lord opened the eyes of that prophet that this land was... A dedicated lad unto idols in those days. We are talking about 100 years ago in those days. So in those days, you have idols there. And what they used to worship, sacrifice on, that, on the, um, the altars there are foul. 
They will bring life, life uh, fowl. They will slaughter it and sprinkle the blood there. But after many years, those fathers died. Their children died. The great-great-grandchildren, they, they, you know, civilization, they put poodles out there, cleared the land, and uh, they sold the place to this to another man. Another man bought it, sold it to another person. Another bought it the, onto the third or the fourth person before this man. Hear me, they cleared the place. But those demons that were taking blood, did they clear them? No, they are still there. They are invisible. Those demons were there. So, you know, in those days, they used to receive fowl, life one. You know, our local fowl, they are always strong. But suddenly, they woke up one day and they, they tested one of those birds. <laughs> I breed. So, this one sweet better. Oh, my God. The, they can crack their bones. They can do everything. Oh, la lashios. <laughs> so, the demons, they will come in multitude. They will kill like 50. They will kill like 100. All the years that they have stabbed them. So they just come and be killing. <laughs> Amen. So hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. Every land, every land need to be redeemed. Every land need to be redeemed. It is after you redeem the land that you can now do what? Take the next one, which is you break a new ground. What is breaking a new ground? Increase enlargement. You enter into that place with... Um, uh, investment of um, $10,000. You break a new ground, increase an enlargement. You are the only one that is managing it. God increase you. You need to begin to employ people because you cannot manage it again. So please, hear me, sir. Hear me, man. After you possess that land, you are a business owner. After God help you to pay for that place, you need to redeem the land, redeem the environment. Praise the Lord. Before we can have you and I can have a major breakthrough in that business, please. I hope I'm talking. <laughs> Those of us on our online church, you know, I've said it tonight. We just we do teaching on it, and you go back to that your business. If the business proves stubborn that it has not been doing well, go back to that place. Go and whatever we share tonight, go and it's not a five minute assignment. Go and put it into uh, practice. You will see testimony in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God, I am into land liberation. Amen. Redeeming land, liberating land, family deliverance. So these are, you know, when you bring pastor to your business, uh, shop to come and pray, and the pastor pray, and uh, their testimony. Amen. There is no magic. The man did not have any, any special thing. These are the principles. Amen. And uh, why I'm sharing it today is this. You can call me to come and pray in your shop. You can call me to come and pray in your organization. I will come and pray. There will be testimony. But you know the disadvantage. When I pray and I leave that place, the foul spirit that I cast out, are you hearing me? Those things that do not allow your business to, prof to prosper, that I pray against, they are just hanging around. The moment I leave that environment, they will just give me one month, two months. They will come back. And they, they will come and cause trouble in that your business again. So that is why you need this knowledge. Eh? First aid. Once in a while, once in a month, once in a quarter, you do it yourself. It is good you can call pastor to come and pray. But you are a priest, you yourself, you are a pastor. Unto the living God. Once in a month, pray this prayer in, your, in that your business. And I tell you, you that will be testimony in the name of Jesus. 
So tonight, as I said, we are looking at redeeming the land. If you don't redeem the land, if you say, well, I'll pray and uh, do I need it, there is no vacuum in the spirit realm. Just like your house, just like my house, just like uh, for those of us on our Facebook, the Lord bless every one of you on Facebook in the name of Jesus. You are welcome to tonight's vigil in the name of Jesus. Tonight, amen, we are looking at redeeming our land, especially for business people. Our business this last uh, quarter of the year must succeed. Amen. The Lord must bless our business. Amen. You know why? The tithe and offering you are sending to this ministry, I want, I want you to increase it. <laughs> Amen. Sister Vivian, is it not good? So the only way your tithe and offering... <laughs> so one of my sisters will say, this boy like money. I like money because I use a lot of money to run this ministry. I want, I want you to increase the money that you are sending to this ministry. I want you to increase. And the only way it will increase is if the profit margin of your business increase. If it increase, you'll be happy to increase the tithe and the offering that you'll be sending. Am I right? Praise the Lord. Amen. And at that time, there will be joy. Not only you. There will be joy in your marriage. There will be joy in your, around people around you. You'll be able to bless them. We have the needy around. We have those who, have, who need, need help. You'll be able to help them without struggle. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our environment, if you don't cultivate it, if you don't remove the weed, and you just say, there's nothing here, I just leave it. Yes, you are the one that says you leave it. Before you know it, what will happen? Grasses will begin to... Grasses will begin to... Amen. This, there's somebody online that is, that is sending me a message. It's true now. Sister Vivian, am I, am I talking? <laughs> Amen. Grasses will begin to grow. And uh, if care is not taken, before you know it, strangers will begin to dwell inside those grasses. For example, within your compound, in your house. If you do not remove the grasses and weed them out, before you know it, the grasses will grow. And when it grows, what will happen? There will be stranger. Snake, a frog, all those, all those, those are the things I call stranger. You will see them inside. I all those things I hate them. Frog, when you are sleeping, we making noise. Quack, quack, quack. Amen. Then you have serpent, all those things inside them uh, that your children will not be able to go there and and, uh, and uh, play. The same thing about our business. When you don't carry out prayer like this once in a while grasses will grow on water things will happen amen praise the lord and these are the stages wow they are long that's why i said we are not praying tonight i just teach us and we go we have almost about 16 16 points may god help me to finish them tonight number one as you come into your business who is having I want to use somebody online as example. Mami Adiola, what's the name of your business? Mrs. Adiola, help me type the name of your business. Somebody should type the name of the business on, um, on our online church. If you're on Facebook, you have a business, you can type it. I need a name. I don't want to use Pre Negus Network. I need a rename, the name of a company, so that 
I will use it as a sample and be raw. Let me see that person that type. Oh, thank you, mommy. Uh, chat. Okay. The name of my business is Exquisite Bedding and More. Am I right? Exquisite Bedding and More. Assuming this is. Sister Favor, I have been expecting your message. I know you. <laughs> God bless you, man. Ah, ah. Call Spring Service Limited, Covenant Light Academy. Okay, I will be using all the names. Assuming this office now is for Call Spring Service Limited. And I want to redeem the land for Call Spring Service Limited. For exquisite bedding and more. For Crystal Go, Crystal Glow, what? Seashes and more. Praise the Lord. The moment I enter into the office, the first thing you will do is you begin to worship God. You begin to worship God. We, you begin to worship God. Number one, you start with praise and worship. You start with praise and worship. Number one, the moment this day I want to do redeeming the land for my business, you start with praise and worship. And um, before I go on, it, will, it is always advisable that you do it in odd day. That is not the day, for example, for those of us like, um, like uh, uh, those of us who have school, Saturday, children will not be there. So it's always advisable you do it on Saturday when children and staff will not be there. There's nothing special about it, but people, you don't need people to distract you. I always like you to do Fiji. When I want to do redeeming the land for people, I tell them, can we make it Fiji? So that in the night, we do whatever we want to do. Nobody distract us. Nobody is looking at us. And we are not conscious of people. You know, when you are praying some prayer and people are around, you are conscious. You are, you are not... There are some prayer you will not be able to pray. There are something you will not be able to do. So you do it all the time when people are not around. For me, I love doing it at night. I love doing it at night. So when you enter there, the first thing you do is you begin to worship God. Number two, after you worship God for some minutes, I'm not a, I'm not good in uh, worship. I'm not good in worship. I'm not a choir. But what I do is this. On my phone, I have worship songs there. Deep worship that I love. So what I do is this. Anytime I want to worship God, I begin to play them. And as I'm playing them, I'm singing along. That, that my phone that is singing worship song, I don't see it as phone. I see it as choir master on the altar. I see it as the, the chorister in my church singing. And I'm singing along with them. So I don't see it as phone. I see it as a team of people singing that I'm singing along. Praise the Lord. So some people say, Pastor, I don't know how to sing. Yes, you don't know how to sing. Me too, I don't know how to sing. But please... Um, download worship song the worship song that you know that anytime you for, okay let me put it this way anytime you are singing that song your hair will be swelling up sister Vivian any worship song that you are singing and your hair swell up or sometimes you don't know why you are just you are just crying and you don't know the reason you are you are you are singing and you are you are crying tears are coming out of your eyes that is a worship song that is touching your spirit so download it on your phone Anytime you want to pray, play it. Amen. 
After you have done that, number two, you go to confess the sin. Personal sin, generational sin, environmental sin. Your own sin. Personal sin. Environmental sin. The sin of that environment. The environment that you want to do business. If God should open your eyes to altars there, you'll be shocked. There are people who raise altar there. Maybe the next building. Maybe a man that follows that you think that is a pastor. A man that you think that is a reference. A man that you think that always go to church to you. But inside his house, there's an occultic satanic altar there. Will you know? You will not know. Maybe your neighbor is your neighbor is having a shrine inside his bedroom. You don't know. When we are talking about shrine, it doesn't mean that they will be tangentic. Here means a small tip of a pen like this. Maybe an altar. If they should bring anything from a shrine and put it inside their wardrobe, that thing that they put inside their wardrobe has become an altar. If I pray on this mantle for you and I ask you to tie it around your neck, do you know what you tied around your neck? You have tied an altar around your neck. So when you see some people inside their wallet, you have some uh, seal, some uh, spiritual parchment. You know what I mean? Some things that they will tie with uh, thread. That is altar. That is altar that represents a shrine. So you, 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 you repent because you don't know what is around you. Amen. You repent of personal sin, environmental sin, and generational sin. Praise the Lord. You repent of the man that used that land before you. This house that I'm, I'm recording from now, it's not my house. It belongs to somebody. Somebody used this particular room before me. What about if that man that used this particular room before, before I, I move into this apartment? What about if it's an occultic man? What about if the man was using this particular room as his uh, uh, room for shrine, room for altar? So I need to bring repentance. That shop, that your business, that place that you are doing business, who used the place before? Who was the person? What kind of altar did they raise there? You bring repentance. You bring repentance. Hear me, sir. Hear me. There are four things that defile a land. Four things that defile a land. Number one, idolatry. When you worship idols in a place, it defiles a land. Number two, immorality and fornication defile a land. Number three, bloodshed. Bloodshed. Either the blood of human being, either the blood of animal. Bloodshed defile a land. Then number three, broken covenants. Broken covenant defile a land broken covenant defile a land so you need to repent of all this sin and there is no environment that you won't see a, a broken covenant as I am right now that I am talking about Jesus Christ do you know that I am breaking covenant sister Vivian as you are hearing me as you are listening to me right now that I am talking about Jesus Christ the Bible do you know that I am breaking covenant you don't know my forefathers, my forefathers, they are not Christian. My generations, 10 years, um, 10 generations, 20 generations, 30 generations, they are not Christian. So they serve an idol. They enter into covenant with uh, with uh, altar, with uh, Satan, that all their generation will serve Satan. Am I serving Satan now? No. So for me to stand now and be proclaiming Jesus Christ, I'm breaking a covenant. 
<laughs> Amen. So we need to repent of um, all those things: idolatry, immorality, fornication, bloodshed. If there is a uh, brutal, if there is a hotel around you, Amen. You need to do what you need to. It's a must. Hotel, there's a hotel around your place. You need to repent. Number three. After you have done number one, number two, then you now move to number three. What is number three? You prepare a communion, the blood of Jesus. You prepare the blood of Jesus. What is, what is, what is, you, you don't need special thing. Here means that it can just be a cup of water. It can just be a cup of water. If I want to do a land liberation, amen, a redeeming the land for, for, for a business or the, I just tell them, please, I need a bottle of water. They think sometimes I want to drink it. I'm not going to drink it. Amen. What I do is this. They, that bottle of water or that cup of water that they gave me, I will convert it to communion, to the blood of Jesus. What, how do I do it? I pray on it. Whatever you decree in righteousness shall be established and it's a thing of faith. So when I hold the blood, when I hold the water, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus, for this water. Today, I present this water unto the living God as... The blood of Jesus. And today, this communion, do you see now? I don't call it water again. This communion. So you pray on it, you convert the water to the blood of Jesus. So the moment you convert it to the blood of Jesus, it's no longer water again. It has become what? It has become the blood, the blood of Jesus. If you have juice, you can use it. Amen. But because of the volume that we need, we need at least that you can speak around. So we are not talking about small one. So I always prefer a bottle. Amen. So a water, a cup of water, a bottle water, like a, I'm not saying a five liter. Amen. Like a 75 cl. Amen. One liter will be okay. So you pray on it. The moment you pray on it, that it it has is no longer water. It has turned to the blood of Jesus. So you prepare it. Why? Because the Bible made us to know that the land has been defiled. The land has been what? Defiled. And the only thing that can do what? That can bring it back. That can make it clean. Is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Numbers 35, 33. Numbers 35, 33. So ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are. For blood it defiled the land. For blood defy the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it. So the only thing that can cleanse the land is blood. If somebody kills somebody in an environment, the blood that they shed have defied the land. So the only blood that can cleanse that land is the blood of that person that killed. So you need to bring that person and kill the person again. So when you bring it and kill it again, you see death and death and death. <laughs> Amen. But ultimately, we now have the blood of Jesus. So any pollution from those four ways that I talk about that defy the land, idolatry, immorality, fornication, bloodshed, broken covenant, that defy the land, the only thing that can make it clean is the blood of Jesus. So that is why you need the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let me jump to number four. Um, Ephesians 1 verse 7 Ephesians 1 verse 7 tells us that in whom we have redemption through his blood you have redemption you can redeem your property you can redeem your land through the blood of Jesus 
The forgiveness of sin. All those four things, you know they are sin. All those four things that defy the land. What are they? Who is going to tell me? Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. God bless you, man. So those four things that defy the land, they are as they are sin. So Ephesians 1 verse 7 says, In Jesus Christ, we have redemption through his blood. So you need the blood of Jesus Christ. Then number four. After you have prepared it, you have you have come to the place of prayer now. Eh? You know, before you are just home, you know. So you begin to appreciate God for that your business, for that your land, for that your business. I'm using business because I'm focusing on business. You can do the same thing for house. For house. I do it in... Thank you, man. I do it for this, my house. This is my house. I do it here. I do it at the office. Every month, the one of our office, I carry it out. You know why? Because that place is, is a big place. It's a big plaza. So, I can only trust myself. The next office beside me, I don't trust them. The next one, I don't trust them. Praise the Lord. So I carry this, uh, this step that I'm talking about, I carry it out every blessed month. Amen. It may not be convenient for every one of us, but at least once in a quarter, look for a time and carry it out. So you appreciate God, and after you appreciate God this time around, for that business, for that uh, property, for that uh, land, for that your uh, shop, there are many people that are looking for a shop they don't have. So you appreciate God for it. Then you now go to number five. Number five. What is number five? You raise an altar unto the living God. You raise an altar unto the living God. You have, you have not used the blood. You just you prepare it and put it beside you. Number five. You raise an altar unto the living God. Why do I need to raise an altar unto the living God? The, 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 the vision for this ministry, I said, is raising, restoring, and sustaining effective prayer altar. Without altar, there's no. What is an altar? An altar is a meeting place between humanity and divinity. Not only between man and God, between humanity and divinity. An altar is a place where God is coming to sit down and you and Him will talk. Meeting place between you and God. So, satanic people, an altar is a meeting place between them and Satan. So, because of the assignment you want to carry out, you must raise an altar unto the living God in that place. How do you raise an altar? It's a long process. I believe those of us on this platform before we know it. Please, if you don't, if you are just joining us, you don't know how to raise an altar. Um, I have a teaching on it on Facebook. I can't really know which date now. <laughs> Amen. But we'll come back to that one maybe next week or upper week. We teach ourselves how to raise an altar. You raise an altar. In that your shop, in that your business, eh? you raise an altar there. You raise an altar. And um, when you raise an altar there, let me let me give us a scripture so that you know the benefit of raising an altar in that your shop, in that your business place. And if it's your house, you are doing business from the house, the benefit of raising Joshua 18 verse 1. Sister Blessing on Facebook. My sister, God bless you, my in the name of Jesus. Joshua 18 verse 1. Joshua 18 verse 1. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and they set up the tabernacle of congregation. What is that tabernacle? It's talking about altar. They set up the what? The tabernacle of the congregation there and the land was subdued before them. 
another word for altar is congregation of the Lord. Amen. The meeting place between uh, um, Moses and, uh, and God. So the Bible said, they set up that tabernacle. Tabernacle of congregation. The meeting place. They set it up. What is that meeting place? Altar. And the Bible said, the moment they set the congregation, the moment they set the tabernacle up, the land was subdued before them. And I tried to look at the meaning of subdue. It simply means to bring under. To bring under control. To have, to overcome and to be in charge. So it, it simply means the land was subdued under them. The land was bring under them. The land was bring under their control. The land, that means they overcome the land. And that means they were in charge of the land. That is one advantage of raising an altar. You know why? When you raise an altar unto the living God in a place, God will come there and dwell. When God is dwelling in your shop, inside your shop, who is that demon? Who is that attack? That will say there won't be glory. That he said your business will not profit. That he said your business will not uh, prosper. So when you raise an altar, it makes that land, that environment, to be subdued, to bring them under you. Praise the Lord. Number six. Number six, you take your anointing oil. There are some churches, there are some congregations that they don't use anointing oil. Please take your anointing oil. Yes, it's there in the Bible. Bible talk about anointing oil. Amen. For the past uh, two weeks now or three weeks, we have been talking every Sunday. We have been talking about anointing oil. <laughs> so you take your anointing oil. Where is my anointing oil? You take your anointing oil. You raise, you know, when you raise an altar, on that place that you raise an altar, you pour anointing oil there. You pour anointing oil on that altar. Amen. Genesis 28, 18 to 19. Genesis 28, 18 to 19. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took up the stone that he put for his pillow and set up for a for a pillar. That's an altar for a pillar. And pour oil upon the top of it, and he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of the city was called Luz at the first. Luz at the first. When you raise an altar, you name the altar. You name the altar. What do you want to be seen? I raise an altar to the living God. I raise an altar of flourishing. I raise an altar of increase. I raise an altar of vengeance. Yes, you can raise an altar of vengeance. You people are attacking you left and right. Bagbo, 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 bagbo. And you are tired. Just raise an altar of vengeance. Oh, Lord, my God. I raise an altar of vengeance in this place. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amen. You know, the Bible says, When Jacob raised that altar, he named it. And named, he named it better. So you, when you raise an altar, you name it. And the name you gave that altar is the manifestation you begin to see in that your business. You need increase. I raise an altar of increase. You need enlargement. I raise an altar of enlargement. Praise the Lord. Then I go to number number seven. I go to number seven. After you have raised the altar, you pour oil on the altar. The next thing you now do is you now redeem the land. By pouring the blood of Jesus. By pouring the blood of Jesus. 
Some people will bring salt also. Some people will bring salt. It is biblical. But people, idolatry, idol, idol, is that idolatry? <laughs> Amen. Let my teeth not remove. It is biblical. I repeat it again. It is biblical. When you pour, when you bring the communion, and you pour the communion, you sprinkle it round inside your shop. Some people now will now bring a salt and add their salt and sprinkle the salt. It is biblical. But what I have against it is when people now turn into God. That sort, some people will now go and collect it from somewhere. Hey, <laughs> it has turned to another thing. It has turned to another thing. But if you have, if you don't have any motive, just buy salt. And if you don't, just bring your common on. Amen. So you now pour the blood of Jesus upon that place. You now speculate round. Praise the Lord. You speculate inside that your shop. Eh? You speculate round. And um, what else? When you speculate round, you not only inside your shop, at the entrance. Amen. If it's your compound, you can speculate around your compound. But if you are in a place that you cannot go around the compound, inside of your shop, inside of your room, inside of your own enclosed, you speculate. If you are in a big office that you share five people, ten people, you are in the blood, eh? speculate on your table. You can do it on your table. You speculate on your table. Praise the Lord with wisdom. Amen. Then after you have done that, you go to number eight. What is number eight? You know, the, this number seven, you carry the blood. You, you speculate around. If you are the business owner, you don't need to be ashamed. You are the owner of that business, the whole premises. You better carry it and speculate around. Eh? You carry it and speculate around. Praise the Lord. Then you go to number eight. What is number eight? You put your hand to the heaven. And you decree, you address the heaven. You address the heaven. That is number eight. Genesis 27, 28. Genesis 27, 28. Genesis 27, 28. Psalm 78, 23, 24. You address the heaven. What will you address the heaven? You address the heaven four things. Number one, you address the heaven to open upon you and your business. Number two, you address the heaven to release its deal, the deal of heaven. Then number three, you address the heaven to give its rain upon you. Then number four, you address the heaven not to be brass upon you. That means not to be close. You point your hand to the heaven. Genesis 27, 28, Psalm 78, 23 to 24. There are a lot of scripture on addressing the heaven. You address heaven based on four things. Number one, let the heavens open upon me, upon this business. Heavens of profitable sales, heavens of increase, heavens of enlargement, heavens that will bring customer, heavens of the breakthrough. Let it open. What do you want to see? You address it to open. Then you address the heaven to release its deal. Its deal. Then you address the heaven to give its rain. There's a difference between rain and deal. Deal will sustain you. Rain is everyone both sides. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. And you address the heaven not to close upon your business. Praise the Lord. So, Genesis 27, 28. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. 
Psalm 78, 23 to 24. Though he had commanded the cloud above and opened the doors of heaven and had drained down manna, blessing. Manna represents blessing. So when you address the heaven to give deal, to release um, rain, what you are asking for is blessing upon your business. Praise the Lord. Then after you have done that, you now go to number nine. You see that it's not five uh, five minutes uh, uh, prayer. You go to number nine. When you address the heaven, the next thing is you address the land. That land eh, where you are doing your business, you lay hand on it, then you address it. You dedicate the land, the earth there, you dedicate it unto the Lord. And uh, when you lay hand and you are dedicating the land, what are the prayer you pray? You ask evil spirit to leave that uh, premises, whatever hold that is not that will not allow your business to prosper, or that is whatever hold on you that your business you allow it to break. You lay hand on the on the earth, and uh, you decree. You ask the earth to yield an increase for you. When you lay hand on the earth like this, you speak to oh earth, oh earth, oh earth. Yield your increase for me. Yield your increase for my business. You speak to the earth. Psalm 67, verse 6. Let the earth yield an increase for that your business in that place. If I want to pray this prayer now, I can't pray it outside my business premises. I need to pray in my business premises. If I'm, if I, sister, uh, let me see somebody online. Yes, yes, yes. Please, those of us who are sending message on uh, the chat, I will come back to the chat when I finish. For example, now, if I come to uh, Covenant Light Academy, if I'm within the compound of Covenant Light Academy, and I want to pray for praying group, and I lay hand on uh, the ground there, inside the premises of Covenant Light Academy, and I say, Oh, art, oh, art, oh, art, you do your increase for praying good network in the name of Jesus. Ha! Is that where the office of praying good network is? No. So when you are praying it, you pray it in that place where you are doing your business, where your shop is, where your office is. That is where you pray. Then number two, I'm still on uh, number nine. When you lay hand on that, um, on the ground, you command the earth to help you. Yes. The earth, the land, where you are doing your business, you speak to it. You know, I've told us in the morning, you learn to speak. You command the 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 art to help you. Revelation 12 verse 16. Revelation 12 verse 16. Let me see if I can see the scripture. Revelation 12 verse, verse 16. And the art helped the woman. The art helped the woman. So the art can help. So when you lay hand on it, you speak to the art. You this art where I'm doing my business. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Begin to help me. You know why the art must we hear you? Because before you decree unto the earth, you have repent and you have sprinkled the blood of Jesus on it. So that blood of Jesus already cancels and negates anything that will not allow it to answer you. You have used the blood to silence any force, anything that is against you. The, the moment you sprinkle the blood of Jesus in that place, those things will not be able to talk again. So when you are now addressing the earth, the earth will be listening to you. The real will be hearing you. Somebody is saying, Art. Yes, I will show you one or two scriptures now so that you know that the art can hear. Then, number next, 
I've said that you increase, you ask the earth to uh, yield an increase for you. You command it to help you. Then you declare upon the earth any cause on the land to break, any cause on the land, any cause that the founding fathers of that area, you ask the cause on the land to break. You are not the first person that God created and dumped you in that place bah, as the first person. There are some people that have used that place. You don't know any cause that they have altered in that place. So you decree and declare any cause on the land to break. And don't forget, you already sprinkled the blood of Jesus. So when you are breaking that cause on the land, it, it is automatic, it will break. Then the next one, you pray against satanic altar in that environment. Did you hear me? You know, you are still laying ha your hand on that uh, place. You are praying against satanic altar in that environment. In that environment. Your next, the, the next shop, you don't know the kind of altar that person put there. The next compound, you don't know what they have there. If they have altar, and you, you are not uh, praying against it. When you finish, when you go, the demons on that altar, they will come and see if they can overturn and scatter everything that you have done. It's possible. I remember, I can't remember the year. Yeah, when I left, well, the first house that I rented as a bachelor, one day, I wanted to carry out this assignment. So, they, they, I always use a bottle. I will punch, cover, the, I will pray on it, cover it and just make a hole on top of the cover. So, when I'm squeezing the bottle, the water will be, it just look as if it's spraying. So, I spray the water around. Nobody. Nobody, it was daytime. Everybody had gone to work. So I'm sure that I'm the only one in the compound. So I speak with it ran. The moment I finished like this, <laughs> my landlady just, just, just came out and just said, well done. From nowhere. She just said, well done. Don't worry. Listen, she just said, well done. Don't worry. You will see. And she entered her, house, her own apartment. And I entered my own apartment. Less than five minutes rain from nowhere i mean it rain from nowhere begin to fall <laughs> and i understand she i used small water to speak with the around the house so she caused everyone <laughs> you remember the story of moses how the serpent of moses was swallowing other serpents so what the woman have just done to me the water that i speak around the house she caused another water stronger than my own to swallow it up. <laughs> I love challenge. So when it, when, 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 when that thing happened, ah, I was saying, Kai. <laughs> At the moment the rain stopped. After the rain, she came to my door and knocked the door. Ah, Peleo. I just said, I should greet you. Well done. <laughs> I laughed. No, this is spiritual. She's telling me, eh? You speak with small water, me, I speak with bigger water. You know the rain will wash my own because it's still fresh on the ground. I said, well done. <laughs> I said, thank you, ma. And she left. The moment she entered like this, I brought out my naughty oil. The worst thing you will do is you will send me out of your house. I am ready that day. The worst thing you will do, you will send me out of your house that you don't want me in your company again. I brought out my naughty oil. I, I speak with the naughty oil around the house. Yes, it's not my house, it's her house. <laughs> the worst thing she will do, she will send me out. So I want to see if she can bring her nothing oil. 
that she will rain anointing on. Let's see if it will work. <laughs> Amen. I sprinkle water. She bring rain. Eh, so I need to go use another higher thing. Amen. I brought anointing on. I anoint her gate. Anoint her. So when I was anointing it, she, look, she came out, she looked at me. And I I want to speak with it on now. <laughs> you send me out of your house, I beg. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Where am I? This thing is real. Believe me, this thing is real. It's real. So when you are when you pray against those altar, you now move to the next one. You see that I spend a lot of time addressing the art because there are a lot of mystery about this art. The art belongs to God, but there are perversion on the art. Hear me, Mr. Herman. The day you are born, the art opens a record for you. The day you are born, the art will open a record. It's a spiritual. The day anyone is born, that particular day, the art will open a record and begin to record things about you. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything about you. You know why? The day you are born, a blood was shed from your mother and it touched the ground. There is no way. Even if they pack anything and the blood not shed, the clothes that the blood touched, are they not going to wash the clothes? They wash the blood from the clothes. Where is the water going? It's going to the earth. And you know the blood smell. So the day you are born, a blood, fresh blood, touches the earth. And the moment that blood touches the earth, the heart understands what is going on. And you open a record for that side. And you are that side. I'm that side. So everything that you are doing, everything I'm doing, the heart is keeping the record. Deuteronomy is there in the Bible. Then the next one about heart. The heart have ear. They hear word. They have eyes. They see. The heart, the heart that you just address, you don't address it. Somebody will address it and they will listen to that person because the heart can hear. Write this scripture down. Deuteronomy 4, 26. Deuteronomy 4, 26. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. Deuteronomy 4, 6. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. Micah 6, 1 to 2. I want to see if I can copy for those on the, on the online church. I take it again. Deuteronomy 4, 26. Matthew... Deuteronomy 4.26, sorry. Deuteronomy 4.26. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. Micah 6, 1 to 2. Micah 6, 1 to 2. Micah 1, verse 2. Jeremiah 22, 29. Jeremiah 22, 29. Jeremiah 6, 19. Jeremiah 6, 19. Isaiah 1, 1 and 2. Isaiah 4, 34, verse 1. I take them again. Deuteronomy 4.26. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7, Micah 6, 1 to 2, Micah 1, verse 2, Jeremiah 22, 29, Jeremiah 6, 19, Isaiah 1, 1 and 2, Isaiah 34, verse 1. Let me quickly read one or two so that we confirm that the heart can hear. Let's take the first and the last, or just three. Deuteronomy 4, 26. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 4, 26. Deuteronomy 4, 26. King James Fashion. Deuteronomy 4.26. Am I right? Yes, 4.26. 
I call heaven and earth to witness against it this day that you shall soon. I call heaven and earth to witness. So for somebody to witness, that means that person must be able to talk. So anybody that can talk must be able to hear. Amen. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father and uh, he will show thee and thy elders and they will tell thee. 32 7. Am I right? Seven, please. I will. I will get it right. Let's look. Micah says one to two. I want to. Let's. Uh, Micah says one to two. Micah says one and two. The book of Micah says. One and two. Micah says one and two. Micah chapter six one and two. Here ye now. What the Lord said, Arise, contend thou before the mountain, and let the hills, let the hills hear thy voice. Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundation of the earth, the foundation of the earth. So this man is addressing the foundation of the earth. He's addressing mountain. So they can hear. Jeremiah 22, 29. Hear, O earth, O earth, O earth. Hear the word of the Lord. So the art can hear word. The art where you are doing business, the art that you are standing upon now can hear word. So if you don't address it, another person will address it. Let me talk two, uh, two things about the art before we go to the next one. There's a covenant between you and art. There's a covenant between you and art. You don't know. Joshua 1 verse 3. Wherever the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I have given it unto you. When you are walking upon that place, there's a covenant between you and that heart that you are and that heart, the sole of your feet and the uh, and that heart. There's a covenant between it. Amen. The art can fight, can fight. The art, Sister Vivian, that art, that land where you are st stepping on now, eh? The land can fight. May the land not fight against us in the name of Jesus. Exodus 8, 16 and 17. Exodus 8, 16 and 17. The earth can swallow things. The earth can swallow things. Numbers 16, 30. Numbers 16, 30. Numbers 16, 34. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open mouth and swallow them up, the earth can swallow things. The earth can swallow blessing. The earth swallow a lot of things. I pray for every one of us. That our blessings have been encapsulated and kept in the bottom of the earth. Today, according to the book of Job 20:25, he has swallowed down riches. He shall forbid them your blessing, your breakthrough inside the earth. Today, let heaven command a release in the name of Jesus. Let the earth forbid them in the name of Jesus. Let the earth forbid them in the name of Jesus. Let the earth forbid them in the name of Jesus. Then the next one. Number 11, am I right? Okay, number 10. I'm in, on number 10 now. Number 10, you lay your hand on the wall of your office. The wall of your office. Please, every one of you, if you are closer to the wall where you are, can you put hand on it, your right hand? 
Put your right hand on that wall. Everybody, put your right hand on the wall where you are. In that your office, you lay hand on the right wall. Let's look at Habakkuk 2.11. For the stone shall cry out of the wall. The stone is not ordinary stone. They are stranger. Whatever the enemy has projected into that wall of your office, that they are now using it against you. He said they shall cry out. Every stone of darkness that will be fire into your business, it shall cry out. The stone, Habakkuk 2, uh, verse 11. Habakkuk 2, verse 11. The stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. The, the stone, the earth, and the wood, the door, the beam, the ceiling. Whatever they are programmed into the wall, they will cry out. So you lay hand on that wall in your office, and you now decree, in the name of Jesus, any satanic thing, whatever the enemy are programmed into the wall of my office, in the name of Jesus, that they are using against this business, cry out, in the name of Jesus, cry out, in the name of Jesus, cry out. When you pray it on this wall, you lay hand on the second wall, you do it like that for the four corners of your shop, for the four corners of your shop, for the four corners of your shop. Then, number 12, you ask for angel, angels of God. You don't command angels. You ask God to position angels around your business. Many people, they, they say they pray unto angels. Some people will command angels. Angel, comfort! No! Angels, they will not listen to you. They don't listen to us. What you do is this. You ask God to release angels. So God command them. But you talk to your father. So your father will command them. Amen. That the angels should surround your business. When angels surround your business, no attack again. Anyone that wants to attack your business, they will meet with the angels. Psalm 34 verse 7. Psalm 34 verse 7. Psalm 91 verse 11. And uh, 2 Kings 6, 16 to 17. Psalm 34 verse 7. The angels of the Lord and cap ran about Orel, Lua, Ariola, and Prenigus Network and deliver him. Praise the Lord. The angels of the Lord and cap ran about Prenigus Network and deliver him. The angels of the Lord and cap ran about Covenant Like Academy, exquisite beddings and more, and deliver her. So you ask the Lord God to position angels around your business. Praise the Lord. Psalm 91 verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Do you see now? God will keep uh, uh, command the angels. You are not the one to give them order because they won't listen to you. 2 Kings 6, 16 to 17. After you have prayed that one, you now go to number 12. Somebody say it's much. Ah. Satan is much. Satan himself is much. <laughs> Amen. Because he will not rest. Praise the Lord. And he will be looking for the loopholes where things are not right. So that he will be able to use that place. Praise the Lord. Please, if you have a question for those of us on our online church, you can uh, start typing the question now because I'm running up. So that whatever you don't understand, you'll be able to quickly answer them before we close. After you ask the Lord God to position his angel, then you go to the next one, number 12. What is number 12? This is not really necessary, but if you can do it, it's okay. The Lord said, 
the children of Israel, at the entrance of their house, they should write his name there. So that is what some of our pastors, some of our leaders, they see and they are saying, at the entrance of our house, let there be word of God there. Some people now go to the uh, point of um, writing the word of God and put it uh, uh, parchment, but that has turned to another thing. That is why you see some pastors, they will tell you that uh, at the four corners of their, ch- of their church, that they bury the word of God there. They pick it from that Bible, but uh, that is not what really the Lord God is saying. Entrance. Amen. So what am I saying? When you get, when you have done this thing, you take your oil, you take your oil again, you know, you have poured oil on your altar. So at this point, I'm on number um, 13. You take your anointing oil. You go to the four corners of your uh, company, the four corners of your shop. You raise altar there. You raise altar there. You just drop the oil, drop the oil, drop the oil, drop the oil on the four corners of your shop. Then number 13, you declare your victory. Psalm 24. Psalm 68, 1 to 4. Psalm 24, Psalm 68, 1 to 4. You recite them. Please write it down. Sister Vivian, write them down. Psalm 24, you recite everything, A to Z. Then you recite Psalm 68, 1 to 4. It's powerful. It's powerful. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. If a witchcraft agent is tormenting and harassing you, and you know that that person is leaving your house, Go on three days uh, fasting and prayer. On the third day, begin to chant. I didn't say recital. Begin to chant Psalm 24, 1 to 10. Psalm 24, 1 to 10. Psalm 24, 1 to 10. Amen. One, some years, there was a crusade. And uh, we learned that uh, some people really said they are going to put the crusade down, that they do not run. Uh, that the first day, they will scatter it. So I was asked to come and down the first day already, this is what the people are saying, you know, and uh, there are revelation about it. I said, no problem. They said, okay, you are, you'll be the one to do the opening. You open the crusade. <laughs> Amen. Ah, what am I going to do? Oh, God, people, witchcraft people. I just carried my Bible and I put it on the podium. And I just declare it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 24. Everybody open your Bible. Psalm 24. The heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The war and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the sea and established it upon the floor. Who shall ascend to the hills of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He, is, he that has clean hand and a poor heart. Who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor, nor sown deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek their face. Oh, Jacob. When I now got to this place, it was another thing entirely. My eyes were stunning. <laughs> lift up your hands, oh ye gates. Lift up your hands. Every ancient gate, every ancestral gate. When I scream it, I don't read. I scream that place. Lift up your head, every ancient gate, every ancestral gate. And be ye lifted up. 
From nowhere, we had a thunder. From nowhere, we had a thunder. And we thought that it's going to rain. And those people, without thunder, they just, they were scared. They just ran away. So when we finished, one of us <laughs> have to ask me, Ore, you need to tell me the truth. You conjure a thunder. Me, to be sincere, I don't know that there was a thunder. I said, which thunder? I said, when you are reading Psalm 24, you got to lift up your head, O ye gate, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door, that the King of glory come. He said, there was a thunder, and we thought that it's going to rain. He said, that was when those people, because we saw them physically, they were there on the field. Then they just ran away. I said, there was thunder. It was until when they now played the video of that day for me, that I now knew that. I said, me, I don't know, because I just closed my eyes. If you will kill me, you will kill me. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Because when you go to, to issue like that, you just close your eyes and uh, you are there with God. I said, hey, so he turned out. I said, I did not hear anything. Praise the Lord. When you recite it in a place where we have a meeting, they, are, they, are, they will collapse. They will collapse. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you also recite Psalm 68, 1 to 4. Psalm 68, 1 to 4. Very powerful. Let God arise. Let his enemy be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away. So drive them away from this shop. As smoke is driven away. Those that are saying my business will not profit. Lord, drive them away from this place. Before your fire. So let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Let the righteous or the be glad. Let Orelua and my business rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God. Sing praises unto his name. Extol his name. Directed upon the heavens by his name. Yeah. And rejoice before him. And rejoice before him. What are you doing? You are declaring your total victory in Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Two more. Don't rejoice yet. After you have done that, what you have just done is spiritual warfare. Ah, you have scattered, you have set fire on them. What they have been building over thousands of years, you have just scattered them with this um, 12 or 13 steps that you have done. You don't think that they will leave you. Ah, they will, they will, they will, they will not leave you. I will tell you the truth. They will, they will cock their gun and they, you. You scatter what your father, your mother cannot scatter. And that is when, why the moment you get to uh, that 13, you go to the next one, the prayer of protection. Prayer of protection. Father, as I have declared, I declare, as I have redeemed this land for my business, in the name of Jesus, no attack on me, in the name of Jesus, no revenge. Any power that want to gather against me, against this business, any power that want to say as I'm going that they come back to attack my business, to, to scatter my business, to attack my head in the name of Jesus. You see the scripture that you just read? That is why I include that scripture. Psalm 68. Lord, let them scatter. Anyone that will come back to this place, any power that will come to attack my business again, Lord, let them scatter. Lord, waste them. You pray to then you pray, Lord, you deliver me in the name of Jesus. Then the next one you begin to plead the blood of Jesus upon yourself, upon your... If if your son, if you are doing it in the house, you plead it upon yourself, upon your children, upon your spouse, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, upon your earth, 
upon your finance, upon everything that concerns you. Your car, you plead the blood of Jesus upon it. Praise the Lord. And uh, last but not the least, you lift up your hand. You appreciate your Lord, your God, for redeeming the land. You appreciate Jesus Christ for making his blood available. Amen. Brethren, it is after you have redeemed the land that you cannot begin to pray on breaking new ground. Breaking new ground. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. These are the steps to break. These are the steps to redeem the land. Number one, a quick summary. Number one, as you enter to the place, you begin to appreciate God. Number two, you confess any sin. Number three, you prepare your communion. Number four, you appreciate God because He's going to attend to you. Number five, you raise an altar unto the living God. Number six, you raise an altar unto the living God. Number six, you anoint the altar. When you raise an altar, you anoint it. Then number seven, you address the heaven. Number eight, you address the land. Then number nine, number nine, you lay hand on the wall and speak to the wall. Then number twelve, you, number that is eleven. Eleven, am I right? Just follow, just follow the number. Amen. You ask for angels of God. You ask God to position His angel around uh, that business. Then the number next. You, you mark that place, the four corners of that your place. Then number f- next, you declare your victory. Your victory by reciting Psalm 24, 1 to the end. Psalm 68, 1 to 4. Then after that, you pray, prayer of protection upon yourself. That no revenge, no attack, no regrouping. Then about last, you plead the blood of Jesus upon yourself. If somebody join you to pray that prayer, you plead the blood of Jesus upon the person. If you are doing it in your house, you plead the blood of Jesus upon everything that concerns you and you begin to appreciate God. These are the steps on how to redeem the land. It's not only your business place. If you have a property, amen, you can use this system to redeem the property. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Uh, within the next uh, two minutes, please let me quickly look, look at any question on the online church. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, okay, somebody said, the anointing oil I pour on the altar, will it remain there or I can clean it? Depend on where, what you use as your altar. If it's a place, um, if it's a place that you can leave, you leave it. You don't need to clean it. But you know, some of us, maybe it's a ties, maybe inside a shop, amen, that you sprinkle it around. Amen. So that people will not step on it and will not fall. Definitely, you need to clean it. But that one is not altar. That one is not altar. Hear me, sir. The altar, it says, it's not the old shop that is altar. The secret is it. Where you used to sit, that's your seat. That's your seat. That is where you raise altar. You know, you are the only one that is sitting there. That is where you see. The secret is it. You see all those people, women, selling in the market. Those women selling in the market, they have two places where they raise altar. That exact place where they used to sit, that is where they used to raise altar. Whatever they are buried, they bury it there. Or some of them, they will now go to the extreme end, inside one corner. They will now bury whatever they bury there. Amen. Then we have some people at the entrance. That is what they will now they will do it. They will raise altar. So for us, I always advise people. 
your own altar of prayer, you raise it where you are sitting so that nobody come there, no pollution come there. And um, if you want to raise it, maybe after you have prayed, you just want to raise altar around, you can mark the entrance of your shop. Yes, you mark it. In my own house, so that because of the small, small children, um, just above, on the, uh, the door post, apart from the normal altar, when I want to mark the entrance, I don't mark the floor with oil so that they don't step on it. And uh, So I mark the, the door post. I mark the door post. All my windows, if you come to my house now, if you look at the door, you will see cross, 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 cross. Hey, those doors don't drink oil, it's tired. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. So please, my please, uh, the best way to raise altar is you raise it where it cannot be clean. You raise it where it cannot be clean. But if you raise it and uh, maybe your staff need to wash the whole place and they clean it, no problem. It's not the oil. Amen. You have there's a spirit that has been released. Praise the Lord. Our church, our church, that our pastor raised altar every blessed day. Maybe we clean the place. We wash the place. Uh-huh. So cleaning it doesn't have effect again. You have you have the spirit that needs to be deposited. You have done that. I think whoever sent that question, I think it will be I'm okay. You are okay. What is next? Who is this person? <laughs> if I, I will raise another altar of vengeance. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. When you anoint the altar, do I need to anoint the ground where I will raise the altar? I don't understand this. Where you are raising the altar, you have that is where you are to okay. Because this person did not understand how to raise altar. You you use your oil to raise altar. There are stages, there are steps on how to raise effective altar. But assuming that I've come, I want to raise altar here now, and this is the oil. I'll just take the, this oil here. I raise this altar of uh, what did I want? I want prosperity. So I just say, uh, I raise an altar of prosperity in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And I connect this altar of prosperity. This altar of, do you see that I named the altar? What I want to see, I've named it. So I connect this altar of prosperity to the altar of the Lamb, altar of Jesus Christ in heaven. And I ask, let there be angelic assistant. Amen. Angelic assistant. Let angel begin to minister on this altar. That is just, that is it. Amen. I think that's all. There's no question again. Amen. Please, for every business people, for every business people, for every business people, Please, let's go to our business place. Let's go to our shop and carry out this assignment. If there is any step you did not, you missed, you did not understand, okay, I think the audio is on. I will send out the audio. Please listen and listen and listen to it. Jot it down. And if there is anything you don't understand, please send a message back. Send a question back. I will attend to them. But the ultimate is this. Go to your shop. Go to your business. Redeem the place. When you redeem the place, you are not redeeming it for yourself. That's the ultimate. You are redeeming it unto God. You are redeeming it unto the glory of God. Because you want to begin to see the glory of God in that place. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Can we just lift up our hand and appreciate our Lord our God for tonight? Let's lift up our hand and appreciate God. Let's bless Him. Let's give Him thanks. Let's give Him praise. Let's say thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Father, for tonight. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we celebrate you. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we are giving thanks. As you go, I ask, the hand of the Almighty God rests upon every one of us in the name of Jesus. As you go to sleep in the name of Jesus, the hand of the Almighty God for strength, for empowerment, let it rest upon every one of you in the name of Jesus. Revelation, what you need to know, what you need to know about that your environment, I declare, I declare, let God begin to expose them in the name of Jesus. What you need to know, information, revelation, you need to know about that your house where you are living, about that place where you are doing business, I declare, I declare, let heaven begin to reveal them in the name of Jesus. Let God reveal them. 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 In the name of Jesus. And as you carry out this assignment, as you begin to redeem that your property, that your house, that your land, where you do business, as you begin to redeem it unto God, I declare, I declare, there shall be manifestation of God's glory in the name of Jesus. Every benefit that you have lost because of the activities of witchcraft, activities of hell, in the name of Jesus. Heaven restore them in the name of Jesus. Heaven restore them in the name of Jesus. Heaven restore them in the name of Jesus. As you go in the name of Jesus to redeem that land for Christ, I decree, I declare, all every benefit attached to that environment, the land, the land, the earth, will begin to yield an increase for you in the name of Jesus. The heaven will release its deal in the name of Jesus. And that environment will be subdued under you in the name of Jesus. And at the end, you will give God the glory. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. If you have been blessed tonight, why not just why not join us? Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Pray, declare. Those of you. Many times it's not convenient, but you go extra mile to send that tithe, to send that seed, to send that offering. Because you see, you are within you are saying this ministry must not stop. The good work of God through this ministry must not stop. I pray for you, sir. I pray for you, man. The Lord will establish your bones in the name of Jesus. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns you in the name of Jesus. That your business, the Lord will increase it, the Lord will enlarge it. In the name of Jesus, every manipulation upon that business come to an end. In the name of Jesus, every attack on your on you, your own personality, every attack on you, every attack on your hand that is affecting your business today, it come to an end. In the name of Jesus, the Lord bless you. Every one of us online on our online church, every one of us on the Facebook, the Lord bless every one of you. In the name of Jesus. This season, your business will profit in the name of Jesus. Your business will increase in the name of Jesus. The Lord will enlarge your coast. Jesus' name. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, ma. Happy weekend. Amen. Lift your hands, everybody. Say, just breathe your name.